to You Need to See This, an every other weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. I'm Brianna, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hi, it's Cozy. Hi, uh, we are comedians, writers, filmmakers, and we're wheezing all your grindage. <laughs> every episode, uh, one of us tries to convince the other and the audience that they need to see a specific film, and we do it with no spoilers. Perfect. Yes, and so today I'm going to try to convince you, Cozy, to watch Encino Man. Wow, amazing. Oh, I've heard I've heard of it many times, but I've never checked it out. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic uh, 90s comedy, um, and I think you need to see this. Amazing. Well, before we do that, I do have a We Saw It, if you're down. <gasps> yes, yes. Great, fantastic. I saw Fargo. Yay! Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you saw it. Uh, when did you see it? I watched it last night, I believe. Uh, or actually, last last morning. Yesterday morning during lunch. I turned out all the lights in my apartment, and I was like, I'm going to eat lunch in the darkness and watch this movie. <laughs> That's a good way to watch that movie, because I feel like it's so much snow, and I feel like you need like dark around it to kind of like really see everything that's happening that's a very Uh, good point plus food plus food yes (laughs) darkness Um, and food it felt like it made sense for a dark comedy in which there was a lot of eating (laughs) there was a lot of eating yes yeah lots of uh little fast food trips and and, uh and that buffet trip oh Um, absolutely yeah so what'd you think uh, it was good. I liked it overall. I thought it was good. Um, thought it had like a lot of great static snow shots, which were very pretty. Um, I feel like, weirdly, I feel like I've seen a lot of murder slash crime dark comedies lately, where we're either like figuring out what's happening or we're watching it all go wrong. So I'm I, I'm kind of saturated with those right now. But also, like I'm sure a ton of them drew inspiration from this one. Yeah, um, it definitely feels like the one of the first one, uh, one of like that sort of genre that I had seen. Um, but what other movies are, are you or like shows are you watching that are kind of reminiscent of that? Oh, like the nice guys and kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And like all those ones, I feel like I've been hitting a lot of those lately for some reason. They've just been coming up on me and I'm like, okay, sure. But this one is very different in tone, I think, despite it also being uh, sort of a, a situation where things are happening that are crimey and stuff like that, and you're kind of watching it unfold. Yeah. Um, yeah, did you uh, have any, like, favorite moments from it? or? Mm, you know, it's funny. There was, a, there was a shot that I had heard about in film class in college uh, where – um, Marge is leaving and you see, uh, her husband on one side and you see her on the other side leaving. And it's just like a very cool frame switch where you can see her getting into the car through the little window. And I was like, you know what? This was a good one to teach. <laughs> I totally, yeah. As soon as you brought it up to, I, I like can picture the shot in my head of when, when she's going out <laughs> for the morning and he's like sitting there drinking his coffee. Yeah. After sort their of, breakfast together. Yeah, absolutely. That was very cool. Uh, and, and yeah, I, like, I liked how that came out. And I definitely, in general, like, I enjoyed the contrast between all the normal life stuff and the murder stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like there are so many movies that are just like, here's all your murder stuff. And this one's like, we're also going to give you details that feel weird, but not so weird that they need to be like explored. Yeah. It, it is a really good like balance of like, like the mundane kind of, of their lives, just like in this kind of place where not a whole lot happens. And then like all this stuff that is happening and going wrong, like to contrast, I do like, I think that's kind of where some of the comedy comes for me is like kind of going back to, uh, to Marge's kind of like little, just kind of simple, simple life. And, and uh, even like the little um, situation with the person she went to, to school with, to high school with when she meets up. Yeah, completely. And even like the accordion King uh, poster on the door of the little kid's room. I'm like, you know what? That's weird, but it's perfect. <laughs> yes. Well, awesome. I'm glad you watched that. I need to watch, uh, I need to still watch Amelie. That's going to oh, be totally. hopefully, hopefully soon. No rush, no rush. Take your time. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, um, great. Now back to convincing you to watch another movie. Perfect. So yeah, Encino Man, uh, this, uh, this movie, it's about uh, Stoney and Dave, uh, high schoolers. They find a caveman trapped in the ice and thaw him out and show him around town. Um, Link is slow to catch on a basic concept of 20th century life, but uh, he has no trouble impressing all the girls and helping Stoney and Dave find the coolness that they've been searching for. Interesting. Okay, so there's a caveman and also a character called Stoney. <laughs> yes, yeah. Are they not the same person? <laughs> they are not the same person, yeah. Um, Stoney is uh, played by Polly Shore, mm-hmm. um, and caveman is uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, um, yeah, that makes sense to me i for some reason was blending them both in my head and i was like assuming that Polly shore was the caveman and okay good this is helpful <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i actually had just read that um i think maybe the confusion is also that um Polly shore i think was originally supposed to be cast as like the caveman interesting but then, yeah but then uh brennan fraser ended up they just liked him i think to they thought he fit the role better so then i think they wrote stoney's part in or Polly shore's part in because they liked you know they wanted him to have a part and, that's amazing uh, yeah so he just kind of was this this you know surfer uh 90s character that was written in as sort of like the the best friend amazing wait who plays the main guy the non-best friend oh uh it's uh sean astin Oh, I recognize that name. He's a, I feel like he's one of those people who I just recognize the name of all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, Sam in Lord of the Rings. That's Sean uh, or, you know, Mikey from the Goonies. Um, but I oh, like I never saw either of those movies. <laughs> oh, ooh, oh, my God. I love the Goonies. That's, that's going to be a, a one I add to the list then. I think that that is going to be a well-deserved one to add to the list because I've been told to watch it for a very long time. And I finally only saw the knockoff of it, Monster Squad. Uh, like in the last like year or two. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I haven't seen Monster Squad. It's not worth seeing, but I've heard the I've heard Goonies is a lot better. Yeah, Goonies for sure. I feel like I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm, I hope it holds up. From what I I remember watching it a lot when I was younger. Yeah, I think I that makes sense. I feel like with Sean Astin, I hear that name and I think of Sean Bean and I'm like, I don't know who either of these people are, but for some reason they're both in my mind when I hear each other, the names of each other. <laughs> both a yeah. couple Seans. A lot of, lot of Seans, I feel like. Um, and Chris's. A <laughs> lot, lot of Chris's. I get all the like... So uh, many Chris's. 
Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. I get like all of those guys confused all the time. Oh yeah. There was like that famous like Hollywood Chris's thing. I was thinking about that. I think yesterday I was like, why isn't there a Hollywood Ryan thing? Cause there are a million Ryans now too. There are a lot of Ryans. Yeah. I mean, I so guess they're all just pretty uh, standard uh, names. Standard white guy names. Yep. Standard white guy names. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. It's like, Oh, another famous white guy with the same Ooh. name. Got it. Got it. Oh, we need more of them, honestly. Oh, God. <laughs> How will we be able to not keep them apart or understand their names unless we have so many? Oh, we, need, we need more to really just, yeah, keep us on our toes. Yeah, Hollywood needs more opportunities for Ryans and Chris's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Um, oh. Yeah, so uh, Encino Man is directed by Les Mayfield, uh, who <laughs> doesn't have a very... Uh, long filmography it seems like um he's directed movies like blue streak um the man and flubber okay i've seen flubber <laughs> i've only seen flubber yeah i know blue streak i think that one is a uh, yeah it's uh with martin lawrence and it's something about a like he, he's impersonating a cop or something like that but uh, beyond oh, I that i've only seen flubber i um, think i may have seen blue streak then if he's impersonating a cop and that does sound familiar to me weirdly enough <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think he, like, plays a cop who, like, is, like, going back to steal a diamond or something or, like, retrieve a diamond that he stole. Oh, I I definitely saw that movie. (laughs) You did? Oh. (laughs) I think I thought it was funny. Wow, it's been a long time, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a comedy, I think. It's, like, that's what it's a... Comedy with question mark? I I don't know. I haven't seen it, but it looked... I feel like Martin Lawrence is generally, like, you know, that would make sense for... yeah. I remember seeing a couple more Martin Lawrence movies as a kid and growing up. I was like, I'll check out a bunch of these. And then I just faded away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, um, he was also of that time too. Oh, sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's written by two guys, George Zaloom and Sean, or, uh, sorry, Sean Sheps, uh, is a woman. Uh, so George (laughs) Zaloom and Sean Sheps. Um, Finally, we have a female Sean. The female Sean, yes. These are the opportunities we need. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely, you know, I, I saw that name and I d- definitely thought instantly. I was like, oh, and okay, written by a white man. And <laughs> then I did a little linking and I found out that uh, I was mistaken. And I was like, There yeah. you go. Oh, uh, this is exciting. Yes, I love it. Changing up, changing up things with the Seans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I already told you who's in it. Uh, so Sean Astin plays um, our main guy, Dave, uh, and Polly Shore is his best friend, Stoney. And Brendan Fraser is the uh, caveman that they uncover um, while they're digging up. They're trying to, Dave is like trying to put a pool in his backyard. So he's like basically just d- digging a giant hole in his backyard. And then he's they- trying to put it in himself. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally just like a giant, like dirt hole. Like, cause he wants <laughs> to like, <laughs> it's like, it's such a silly plot. Like it's the whole thing is like, you know, this, um, these kids who are just, you know, trying to, they want to be popular. They want to like go out of high school with the, uh, doing something big. And I think like the idea is that he's going to throw like a pool party. And so he's just putting a pool in his backyard (laughs) himself. So this is like, this is like it was going to be a teen movie and turn into a totally different premise. Yeah. (laughs) The biggest party of the year. Wait, there's a caveman. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. 
Yeah, it's definitely got that that vibe of like, yeah, we're we were the unpopular kids in high school, and now we're we want to do something big and be remembered. And then yeah, they uncover a caveman, and they're like, this is how we're gonna be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay, interesting, interesting. Um. Yeah. So, uh, cozy. Uh, how did you miss this movie? That's a really good question. Honestly, I'm not sure. I I remember hearing about it immediately and forever i just i always heard the name i never i the only i think the only Polly shore movie i saw was biodome um which because i was in tucson the biosphere was there uh so i feel like i had to have seen it because of that movie or because it was local but i don't think i saw any other Polly shore um media in any way really no movies no tv shows i just kind of heard of him as a as a thing yeah, I mean, Biodome, I think, is, like, the other big one that Polly Shore is in. Like, I feel like it's, like, three movies that yeah. Polly Shore is, like, known for, and that's kind of, like, his his career, really. That's what it seems like. Yeah, what's the other one? Is, huh. Um, in the Army Now? I think yes, that yeah. sounds familiar. Um, and it's always kind of, you know, Polly Shore plays, like, his, like, whatever, his alter ego, the weasel. <laughs> Amazing. That's kind of uh, his thing, I think, in all of those movies, really. Yeah, what kind of, what makes him the weasel? This is a hard question, I know. <laughs> um, that's a great, I think, I mean, I'm not sure exactly. I know that that's just kind of how he refers to himself. <laughs> Interesting, yeah, it just kind of maybe a, a sort of a SoCal, like, slippery kind of vibe, maybe? Like, a, maybe a surfery? I think it's, yeah, like, crusty, kind of like surfer, like, chill stoner kind of dude and and i'm not quite sure how the weasel like the the symbolism with that but i think it kind of works that makes sense to me yeah i mean there's something long i don't know there's something about like a long mammal that seems kind of like chill i don't know Hmm. yeah like slinky and like yeah kind of stonery and slinky yeah interesting (laughs) um yeah, so I saw this movie, uh, I think, back in high school. Um, it was definitely one that was just sort of, like, playing after school, and I was watching it with my dad, and it's just, like, so – it's such a – it's, like, a like I guess that's a kind of the movie that I would describe it as, just, like, an afternoon – like, an after-school – not an after-school special, but, like, <laughs> uh, you come home, and you're, like, you know, waiting for dinner, and you're just kind of, like – flipping through the channels and this was a movie that I think like I saw one day when I was just flipping through the channels and it's just uh yeah it's just like a fun watch um, love it so uh well, what are your first impressions of this movie uh it sounds it sounds inter- it makes me think of like dude where's my car and things like that only like a little earlier and kind of reminds me yeah I'm trying to think of I've always kind of placed it with all the other 90s comedies and kind of put them in that box but I will say that I'm always a Brendan Fraser fan. I always liked him ever since, um, I don't know when I first saw him, but I remember liking him in Bedazzled specifically <laughs> for some reason or whatever that movie is called. Oh, is that what it's yeah. called? Bedazzled? Uh, is that right? Uh, that can't be right. That doesn't sound right, but um, is it the Bedazzled? Um, it's the one where he, he gets like wishes answered by by what's her name? Uh, the The model actress who was big for a long time um elizabeth hurley was in it yes 
Uh, it is bedazzled. Okay, it's bedazzled. I must have seen him in before bedazzled, though. It just stands out to me as such a weird is it movie. Bedazzled? Oh my gosh! I didn't. Re- that seemed. It's funny because you said it, and I was like, I can't think of what else it would be called. But it didn't seem like it was the right title. Yeah, like that's not a good name for a movie about like the devil or whatever answering wishes or whoever is answering wishes in that movie. But I do remember seeing him in Airheads. I was a big Airheads fan. Oh yeah. Speaking of Buscemi, right? Yeah, speaking of. Um, uh, amazing. Yeah, I remember loving him in that and everything after that. I was just like, great, I'll see him in anything that, he's, that he does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I saw Brendan Fraser like, or the first time in uh, The Mummy was probably the first one. Or George of the Jungle, maybe. Oh, I see, I never saw The Mummy. I missed out on a lot of, a lot of those. I missed out on all of The Mummies. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I there there how many are there? There's I feel like there's a lot. Um, Probably it feels like there are. Yeah, when the Rock got involved, it was like everything is money now. So let's just keep doing these. <laughs> it seems right. like. But um, uh, yeah, I remember seeing him blast from the pla- past and Monkey Bone, like the weirdest choices of movies. Oh my gosh, I saw Monkey Bone uh, for the first time not too long ago. Amazing. Strange movie. Yes, very. I <laughs> that one. I specifically was just like, uh, "You mean Dave Foley's going to be in this?" Yes, I will see it. I <laughs> will watch it. Tickets. That's all please. it takes for me. Yep. Yeah, but okay. Generally, it sounds like a. It sounds like a fun movie, but I'm worried that it doesn't like it wouldn't hold up. If like like most '90s comedies seem not to. Right. Yeah. Um, there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely some elements of that that don't okay. hold up on rewatch. Um, Fair. But my five, uh, I have some, some reasons why I think you should watch it. Nice. Um, and my first reason is that it's just a quintessential 90s comedy, just like that box you're talking about. It's just one <laughs> of those those uh, 90s vibes movies with, with like big 90s stars who I feel like kind of live in that in that era um yeah. specifically Holly Shore um and yeah it's just a really like a movie of its time and I think it's like a, a good like kind of throwback movie to watch nice um and then secondly uh just Paul uh Polly Shore as the weasel um and all his weird surfer lingo that you kind of have to like decode throughout the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I definitely feels like that '90s trope of the surfer dude is kind of gone. Yeah. So that does um, sound very nostalgic to see that in, uh, sort of in person a little bit again. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's specifically like he kind of, as, as much of a, I feel like as a trope as that is in like in these kinds of movies. Like, I feel like Polly Shore was very much like the one who cemented that that trope and he's like it's kind of like he's the one that pops up in my head at least as somebody as like when i think of like a surfer dude or that like makes a ton who, of sense to me yeah so i feel like this movie is like it, that's like this my second reason is is just Polly shore is like you know it's it's like it's a good movie to watch to kind of just like understand this sort of like weird world of, of Polly shore and him as a person <laughs> and kind of why he doesn't really like i think you know He's not like a Tom Hanks who like does great like you know films outside of these sort of like silly comedies, um, right? So, oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. yeah. So this movie I think is a good a good way to like sort of see see maybe like why that is. Um, yeah, he's less of an everyman and more of a, an every an every surfer. <laughs> and every every surfer weasel, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and just the, yeah, just the lingo, everything that he says, it's kind of like, you kind of sort of have to figure out what, what word is equals what in like a normal, um, vocabulary. Amazing. So that's fun. Um, and then you end up talking like him a little bit, you know, after the movie's done, even if you don't want to, um, that's just what happens. (laughs) I like that. Definitely. (laughs) Um, and then uh, my other reason is uh, just the themes in the heart in this movie. Like, it's super silly, um, but, like, the kind of general theme of it is, you know, friendship is uh, more important than popularity. Oh, that's um, cool. I like that. Yeah. It's, you know, very, like, I think, you know, I think it, it, it's something that if I were watching this in high school, I would, like, you know, I'd, I'd want that message for sure because, you know, it's basically these kids who are trying to – trying to be popular and go out like with a bang and be remembered in high school. Um, but as Dave, Dave in particular is the one who's always trying to um, basically like make himself be cooler than he, than he is. And uh, uh. kind of like sometimes put us, puts aside his friendship to, to like impress people and ends up, Basically, like Stony is kind of like the the voice of reason in this, and he's like, "Oh, like, really? Oh, Amazing!" <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, I can't say I was like, expecting that. <laughs> right? Um, no, he's the one who's like, "No, we like we don't have to try to be popular. Like, we, we it's about <laughs> friendship. Like, we just we, I just want to be his friend." Like, Dave is more like ex, uh, exploitative of like of uh, finding this this caveman and wanting to use him for like his own. Um, mm his own popularity and Stoney's very much like, no, like <laughs> at the end of the day, we're this guy's friend and that's what really matters. Oh, so Stony is more grounded. Is that a terrible pun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yep. <laughs> oh, the worst. Got to lean into it. Um, yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, like a little, you know, kind of good little, uh, theme there. And, uh, as, as, as cheesy as it might, I think, um, be in, in the whole, uh, scheme of the movie, it is cute and has like an awe moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and for it's, uh, it's a movie you don't have to emotionally prepare for. Uh, <laughs> like that's what I really like about this movie. It's, it's a lighthearted watch and you can kind of go in. Like, I feel like sometimes, you know, you want, when you want to watch a really like I, I, a cinematic movie like something that's really good um really dramatic or just like even uh scary uh something that you might see that just takes a lot out of you or like leaves you thinking like for hours on on end this movie is not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair sometimes it's important to have something like that i think yeah um so i think it's a movie that is uh yeah it's just perfectly fluff kind of kind of a film that you watch when it's not a film it's a movie that's like (laughs) i know what you mean (laughs) uh yeah you're not going you're not seeing this you know um as an oscar contender that's for sure right 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 right. (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah number five is it's just silly like um i really like just how silly it is like just the the fact that there's like Two two high schoolers digging a pool in their backyard in Encino. That's another thing about this movie is like it all takes place in Encino, 
but really like that's not important at all but the movie's called Encino Man <laughs> perfect yeah they were um, like should we call it Caveman no too easy yeah too easy uh, <laughs> like, everyone who watches this movie is a uh, is gonna be from California right of course <laughs> that's where the audience is we shouldn't call it I don't know Blast from the Past that would make too much sense <laughs> We got to save that one for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently this movie in Europe, it's called California, man. That's so good. Oh, wonderful. Encino is such a specific thing that like everyone else would be like, well, I don't know what Encino is. And even when I watched this, I still didn't know what Encino was. Of course. (laughs) I still don't know what Encino is. And I live here. Like I've been there. I know, but, uh, I mean, that's better than I got. I've definitely never been there. (laughs) I think I've just driven through there, maybe gone food once, but it's definitely just like, basic uh sort of like suburbia um in the valley and how big is the caveman population (laughs) um (laughs) it's very big yeah um definitely (laughs) worth seeing uh that alone just caveman everywhere oh amazing wow yeah they must have been excited about the geico commercials being turned into a tv show for a second (laughs) yeah what they don't tell you about encino is that uh huge cave people population um very <laughs> upset that they didn't cast a real cave person uh as as link the caveman in this movie um instead you know there was a lot of uh, uproar about that yeah that's a bummer they really should have Ugh, so it goes so it goes <laughs> it's time for look it's in time for an encino woman that's all i'm saying <laughs> They did make an Encino woman. Oh, no. Oh, that can't have gone well. Wait, what year? Uh, I don't know. I I just I literally just saw this. Um, I think it was like a <laughs> for TV movie because I think I got curious. I was like, Why, where is the Encino woman? We need yes, that. Absolutely. Oh, made for TV movie. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was good. It seems like anyway. <laughs> It's a safe bet. came out in 96, uh, directed by uh, Sean Shep, so the the writer, um, one of the writers from this one. Oh, yeah? Cool. Cool. 2.9 out of 10 stars. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, wow. But, you know, we love, to see, we love to see an Encino woman. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. You know, if, it's ha- if the material is handled well... <laughs> <laughs> Right, which, um, who knows? Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, sure it was, right? That is one thing, yes, about watching this movie. It's definitely got those, like, ew, those little cringy moments of, like, how women were portrayed in movies in that oh, era. What a bummer, especially because there was a woman writing on it. I'm like, oh, no, she must have had to make a lot of, like, shitty concessions. Right, yeah, it seems like maybe, like, that wasn't how it was written by her, but then somebody's like, you know what would be great? Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no surprise. Right. Um, but not, it's not like so much so that like, it's like, yeah, I think like there's like a couple moments where you're like, oh, of course it's like more an eye roll and not necessarily like cringe. Um, Yeah, that's good. That's good. You're not like afraid for anybody. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just more like, I think the Auga obsession with like, right. (laughs) An attractive (laughs) female who is like, like there's this one shot that I'm thinking of specifically in the film, but, um, (laughs) there's a real silly scene where like these kids are like high schoolers and they end up at like a bar mm-hmm. um, in like the middle of the afternoon. And 
like this bar is like really popping. Like there's like so many people there. Um, and there's like this woman who's just sort of like leaned, she's like sitting on the bar, like leaned up against like a column. Uh-huh. And it's just like, she, you know, she just has that like look on her face. Like she's just waiting for somebody to come up to her and like, um, and like ask her for a drink. And it's just like the way that she's like framed and like, and, it doesn't say anything in that scene is just very much like a eye roll. Like, Oh, okay. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's an, that's a silly scene that I think of like why I'm like, this movie's so silly. And, uh, it's just, it's a funny, like funny, silly thing. Like they end up in a bar and then like, uh, then the bar gets, uh, the bar, the bar is just filled with people that like don't make sense together. Um, and then, uh, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but oh yeah, of course. Um, yes. Uh, it's silly and it's definitely something to watch when you don't want to, uh, I feel like prepare, yeah, prepare yourself, uh, for any sort of like deep thoughts after you're not going to like have to unload this movie. Like not like how the green Knight made me feel where I was really thinking about it for, I still am thinking about it. I've not <laughs> about it. Um, this is not that I can forget. I'll forget about Encino man tomorrow. And it's kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. I think that makes a ton of sense. No, like unanswered questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so some questions that are more just like relating to the, to the silliness of the plot where you're like, why? Did that happen? <laughs> but you passed it because it's so silly. And then, like, by the time you you start to think about something that just happened, another silly thing happens. So you're thinking onto the new thing. Oh, perfect. Um. So, are you convinced? I think I am convinced. It would be cool to see. It would be nice to see the surfer trope again. It would be great to see Brendan Fraser uh, from back then, like before he was huge. And like now that he's back, which is exciting, it's sort of a little bit of a celebration of him being back, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would definitely check this out. I think I, I feel like there are some '90s comedies that I really missed out on, and would like to to maybe make up for that time a little bit. Also, whenever I think of this movie, I always either think of. Um, What's it called? Uh, the the unfrozen caveman lawyer sketch from Kids in the Hall. I mean, from uh, from SNL. From and SNL, right? the Tarzan lawyer sketch from from Kids in the Hall. Ah. Uh, so I yeah. need to unblend those in my mind, and this would help me a lot. I think. <laughs> yeah, you need to like uh, to have. I mean, there needs to be just like this is like fits well into the you know caveman genre, right? Of, which is. Really, there are not enough movies and TV shows involved with that. <laughs> no, and that's it makes sense to like kind of muddle those sketches with this too because it's like there's not enough. Not yeah, enough it was all then. Content. Yeah, how often um, do you see a caveman movie now? <laughs> I mean, I just I get those the Geico commercials mixed in with this too because that's right. it. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got. Um, Maybe the beginning of History of the World Part One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cave people going on. Uh, and then uh, was it year year one? Yes. Uh, oh boy, did I want to like that movie. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Oh, it was a bummer. <laughs> it was. I agree. Oh, so it goes though, right? You, you have hopes. You hope things will work out, and then you watch it, and you go, "Oh, I get it now." Oh well. Yeah. Well, this one is, I think, yeah, a worthwhile cave. Uh, cave person themed movie. 
Nice. Well, sounds good. I'm in. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, I think that about wraps it up for, um, the reasons why I think you should watch it. And I hope you actually do watch it. Um, and audience, uh, if you've seen Encino Man, let us know. Let us know what you think of it. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and follow us on there. Tell us about uh, other movies we need to see. Tell us what you think about Encino Man, about Brandon Fraser, about uh, Polly Shore's short lived career. <laughs> and, <laughs> and join us on uh, our Facebook group and talk about the movies with us. Love it. Yes. Um, all right. And now. And now recommendations. And now recommendations. (laughs) Uh, I'll go first. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it. Great. Fantastic. Uh, my recommendation is a little harder to put into words, but basically, uh, if you're a person with a lot of like money thresholds on activities and things uh let yourself splurge on a thing occasionally because it won't mean you're gonna move all the way over to the other side so it's nice occasionally to like relax that grip a little bit Mm, yeah and i'm I'm saying that because tonight i am going to uh the haunted hayride i think it's called halloween hayride or something at griffith park and that was like 50 something dollars and i'm like jesus christ that's i would never like i've never been to halloween horror nights or whatever i've never been been to like uh not scary farm or scary time disneyland or whatever the hell's happening i've never been to any of those because they all are like here take a huge amount of money and throw it at us but this time because a friend is in town i am forking over the 50 something dollars which i wouldn't spend on like a concert or any anything really yeah, uh, I think that's a great recommendation, um, especially I can relate to that, too. I actually um, ho- have also never been to the uh, like Halloween Horror Nights or Not Scary, and I'm going to Not Scary next or on Thursday. Oh, awesome. Enjoy. And same thing where it's like usually wouldn't think, c- even consider spending that much for that. But it's like you got to, you know, splurge for those experiences because it will be worth it. And the money, it's like, you know. Uh, it's, it's, you got to have these experiences and it's, it's easy to say like, I can do that later or like, I don't need to do that, but Mm. it's, uh, it's worth it. I think. I think that's a very good call. Absolutely. Well, I hope you have the best time. Thank you. Yeah. Same to you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to put blood all over my face and probably wear some kind of bloody apron. (laughs) Ooh, uh, perfect time to do it. I mean, thank you. And I think the person I'm going with is wearing a unicorn onesie. Awesome. Blood covered, I, w- ho- I would hope as well. I hope so too. Uh, if not, she can borrow some of mine. Oh, great. <laughs> um, all right. My recommendation, uh, just because I watched it the other night and I forgot how much I really like this movie, but um, Dario Argento's Suspiria. Nice. Uh very good and colorful it's really like for me it's like the style of the movie that like i'm just like oh it's so good and the music um yeah highly recommend wonderful also happy early halloween yes happy early halloween thank you oh yeah i remember seeing that one uh lots of great uh visual stuff in that one we we did that on a on a past episode a long time ago as a matter of fact 
Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely one that like, it's, 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 I watch it and I like, don't remember if I, if I think it's good or not. And then like, as soon as I'm like about, about, I'd say like 20 minutes in, I'm like, I'm in. I'm nice. I'm oh, that's get, how you know it's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, sometimes you watch an old, like, you know, horror movie or something and it's like, there's an element of, of, I'm like, is this going to be like too cheesy? Uh, or is there like, you know, the, the dubbing itself seems to, seemed a little off in the beginning, but then it's like the style <laughs> of that movie just like takes you in and, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's scary. It's still genuinely like got some good gore moments and, and it's, uh, and it's creepy. Oh, it makes all the difference. Yeah, I'm I'm always obsessed over the uh, over the remake uh, in 2018. It's my favorite thing ever. Oh no, I haven't seen the remake. Whoa! Oh my god, it's so good. Oh yeah, we uh, in the in the episode where we talked about Suspiria, we talked about both of them, and I was arguing in favor of this one, the or the remake, and Luce was arguing for the original. Uh, and I watched the original because of that, but I saw the remake first. And I've found that people who have seen the original don't like the remake as much, but people who haven't seen either and watched the remake first like it more. Yeah, I think no that's expectations. That, yeah, I think that's kind of how um, I've heard of, of the, the remake being like perceived too. And it seems like the remake, um, it's almost like a different movie, really. Like that's kind of what I've heard about it. It's like oh, not... Yeah, it's, like, not even really, like, there's kind of, like, core elements of, like, the storyline that are the same, but really it's, like, a totally different uh, feel and tone and, like, and uh, it seems like they almost shouldn't have even called it Suspiria is, like, I, what I've yeah. heard. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, no, it's so good, though. It's such perfect fucked up body horror. I have, I always recommend it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, it's time for plugs. Yes, it is. Do you have any plugs? Any plugs? I have, uh, I mean, I'm on a sketch team at the pack. Um, Currently not doing live shows, but hopefully soon. Um, I'm on Fever, uh, and you can follow us at fevercomedy.la on Instagram and on Twitter um, and on Facebook. And I also do uh, the Daily Misinformer, which is like a news, you know, satire. We do monologue jokes. Um, and that is, uh, yeah, Daily Misinformer. Uh, we're pretty big on TikTok, so I'd definitely follow there and Instagram. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, how about you, Cozy? Uh, well, what I have coming up is uh, on Wednesday, October 27th, I'm hosting Halloween Date Night at 8 p.m. Pacific, just like the usual quarantine date night but Halloween-themed mildly. We'll have five improviser couples doing somewhat Halloween-themed 10-minute improv sets. Uh, this time we've got Ryan Hitchcock and Bridget Marshall, uh, Natasha Blakely and Jacob Sorling, Nicole Viella and Colin J. Morris, Kat Rebar and Kyle Rebar, and Sean Godsey and Sabrina Johnson. People can watch at twitch.tv slash sweetdollylama, S-W-E-E-T-D-A-L-A-I-L-A-M-A. Uh, I'm excited because I picked them specifically because they seemed Halloween-y enough as human beings and couples that they would be perfect for it. Ooh, uh, yeah. What's what's your idea of a Halloween couple, like or Halloween people? Are they just like uh, yeah, people who people who like lean enough into into the idea of like light and horror movies, or like seem like they'd be Halloween fans of the holiday itself, uh, or you know, just people who are like cool, nice couples. Sometimes yeah. that's in there too. 
I love that. It sounds like a fun show and a fun time. I'm um, excited for it. I can't wait to see what people do because I was like, however you want to make it Halloween works for me. I know I'll be wearing some kind of dumb Zoom costume and it'll be great. And hopefully they will too. Yay. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to, to – it's fun to, to see the costumes on Zoom too. Especially. Right? Yeah, it's tough to pull off it seems like. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I can do that will be visible. <laughs> right. Or just move your camera farther away and like and do like a whole – full body movements uh, in the background. You'll just have to like maybe yell or bring your mic. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much the option at that point. Um, You know, last year when I did a Halloween show, uh, I made a Zoom uh, where a home intruder came in to to kill me, which was really fun. Ooh. Uh, And it's like a a Zoom background basically that's – or a Zoom video background. So every time for a while I was putting it up on my Zoom just while talking to people. (laughs) (laughs) And it was perfectly terrifying. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! I did. It made I did me so happy. Like on my Zoom, where I had a, I had a bit where basically there was just somebody. I, same thing. I, re- I recorded a video, and it was like somebody like in my house just sneaking up on me. Nice. Um, and I had it like played on loop um, as my Zoom background, and would forget about it like for work meetings and such. <laughs> the best. Those are so fun. Oh, love it. Um, awesome. Well, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, give us a five-star rating, leave a review, and subscribe. Um, and if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the air. And uh, <laughs> special thanks to our editor, Pete Burns. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. Um, and thank you, everybody, for listening to You Need to See This. Woo, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Fresh nugs, wheezing the juice. Ow! Buddy. <laughs> Check out my cat. Ow! Oh, Ow! God, you got him talking like you now. Ow!